Hello, beautifuls. Welcome back to Her Sexual Space podcast. I am your host, Janice Leonard, licensed professional counselor and sex therapist here in Texas and Colorado. Before we get into today's episode, please note that while we aim for relevant and relatable topics to explore, these episodes are not a replacement or a substitute for your own relationship with a mental and or sexual health professional. This episode is sponsored by Simple Practice. Running a private practice is rewarding, but it can also be demanding. Simple Practice changes that. This practice management solution helps you focus on what's most important, your clients. By simplifying the business side of the private practice, like billing, scheduling, and even marketing. Stick around for a special offer at the end of this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we have Shayla. Shayla is a licensed clinical social worker who believes that emotional well-being and mental health is our key to have a balanced lifestyle. As a licensed clinical social worker, her clientele varies from adjusting to life transitions, stress and anxiety, women's issues, burnout prevention, self-esteem, communication, assertiveness, healing from superwoman syndrome, personal development, and a desire to be emotionally healthy. After years of working in the field of clinical social work, Sheila was faced to evolve as a wife and a mother while balancing her career as a psychotherapist. She has built a private practice, control shift to balance mental wellness, offering safe and secure online psychotherapy sessions that are focused on emotional well-being and mental health in the states of South Carolina. North Carolina, and Florida. Welcome to the podcast, Shayla. Hi, Janice. I am so happy to be here. Thank you. I am so happy to have you. Thank you for being with us today and being our lovely guest. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. The sun is shining, you know, and this is definitely, um, although I know it's not the same for everyone, but I do enjoy this time of year uh, with seeing lights around and trees through people's windows. So definitely I'm feeling the the holiday vibe. Yeah. You're one of those people where your favorite color is Christmas lights. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just call me out. I love it too. I think this season just reminds us of the joy and um, just happiness and peace that we can find. And whatever we our beliefs are, I think this is just a time to just reconnect with, with those values. But also, I know this can be a very difficult time for a lot of families. And um, as therapists, we're seeing a lot of that coming up between the months of November, December, January, 
that's really peak season. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And I mean, you do really bring up something that, you know, it's not the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, taking that time to, you know, wherever space you are, just acknowledging those feelings that are coming up for you. If there's some feelings of loss or there's feelings of sadness or even anxiety during this time to kind of lean into that and, um, you know, work through that if they can during the holidays, even though it might not feel easy. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So Shayla, share with us, how do you show up in the world? How do you identify? What do you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. So, you know, the way that I show up um, in this world, one is as a Black woman, um, as a wife, a mother, a business owner of, you know, different organizations, um, a therapist, a worry management mentor, and probably someone who is like number one on the list. I do worry often from time to time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then also a fair friend. Thank you for that. So um, it sounds like, you know, you wear very, very, very different hats and, you know, very different roles coming up. Um, So just share with us like how you came to create that life for yourself and um, just share a little bit about just what you do. Yeah. So, you know, what I do, majority of my time um, is spent with Control Shift Balance, which is my private practice. Um, And I thoroughly enjoy that work because I get to work with other women who look like me, right? Um, Mm -hmm. At least the majority of them. And then they're experiencing some of the things that, you know, one, I have worked through, right? And that I have Mm -hmm. tools and that I went to school for and have education and experience. So they really get this all in one you know, uh, where it may seem like it's, it's this conversation, but it's really therapy. And so I really enjoy, you know, the work that I do and being licensed in multiple states and being mm-hmm. virtual, it allows me to reach not just the people in my area, but beyond that and statewide. Yes. So it mm-hmm. kind of breaks down those, those barriers of people saying, well, I can't find a therapist who looks like me, or I can't find someone who specialized in what I'm going through. And, and now with things being virtual and more therapists of color, you know, we're starting practices and doing yes. the work that we get to decrease that. So, and that's an awesome feeling. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you get to, you know, your your work gets to extend beyond just, you know, your physical residence. And, and I like that too. Um, I am also licensed in, in Colorado and mostly because I went to school there and I do feel like in the future I will live there <laughs> for maybe a year or two to see how I can manage with the cold. But I I like that. I like that we, we can do that as therapists um, and we can actually niche out. So I know your focus is, you know, worry management, anxiety, stress, women's issues. How did you come to really zoning in on that? Yeah. So, you know, initially when I started the practice, I knew I wanted to, you know, work with women of color. And at that time I was working with, you know, both anxiety and depression. And then as I really got into my work and I niched down even further, I realized that I really enjoy helping people with tools on how to reduce their anxiety and want to educate them on that and to be able to recognize that it is anxiety and that we can use it for our good as well. And so it was just more of like, okay, how can I help them in this particular season and time? And what do I enjoy talking about? So then it's a good match. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you work with a lot of uh, women. Um, You know, I'm guessing you work with Lots of moms, uh, entrepreneurs as well. Uh, what is what is that like? 
Um, you know, sometimes it can almost feel like a mirror, you know, but we're in work mode. Um, that's some of the things that they're sharing, like not having enough time, you know, am I doing enough for my children? Some of that guilt that comes up, of, oh my, you know, I'm working, but am I spending enough time? Am I wrong for putting them in daycare? Can I get my partner to help a lot more? So we talk a lot just about communication, assertiveness, yes. acknowledging, you know, um, our boundaries, our time, you know, boundaries of time and with other people, um, getting aligned with our values. Cause a lot of times we can feel off, right. And we haven't really taken mm-hmm. a look at our, our values. And if we're doing things that are aligned with that. Um, so we, we talk a little bit about that as well. And then that work condition, and this is one that's just popping up for me that I talk about a lot. It's like saying no, you know, as women, we're conditioned <laughs> to say, yes, we've seen our parents do it, our caregivers, our mothers do it. They will work long hours and then turn around and go volunteer somewhere and still take care of the children. And it's just like, where do we give ourselves that permission to say, you know what, that's okay. It's not aligned with my values and I'm going to say no. And, and that even goes for our conversation with our children. We, we don't have to say yes to every request that they make. No. Yeah. That does spill over there. Yeah. And I think just knowing that no is not a bad word. You know, I think a lot of us were made to feel like no was a bad word. And even for me, it took me a while to get comfortable with either saying, you know, no, thank you or no, or, you know, I I just won't make it to this or that without feeling that sort of guilt. And I mean, as a mom too, I do feel a lot of those pressures um, that a lot of women show up with in, in our offices. You know, share with me, like, how do you find balance or how maybe um, you work with women to create something that looks like that? Yeah, that is a really good question. So one of the things, and I created it probably when I knew that I wanted to work with, you know, women on anxiety. And it's really my balance model. So if anyone had comes through my virtual doors, we're going to talk about this. And we just talked about it a little bit before, but it is, we literally just spell out balance. And the B is for boundaries with your time. Where can I create those boundaries? What am I giving maybe too much time to or not enough time? Or am I saying yes to everyone's request? So it's really them getting a hold on where their time is going. Am I staying late at work, which makes me late to spend time with my children? You know, so it's getting them to look at their time and seeing where that's spent, right? The second part is acknowledging their feelings. I realize in our community, you know, at times we can be really good at sweeping our feelings underneath the rug because, oh, we got kids to take care of. We got a partner to attend to. We have a job to do or we're too tired. And so that whole second week, we're focusing on tapping into those feelings, learning about our automatic negative thoughts and how we can reframe those as well. So we talk a lot about acknowledging our thoughts and feelings. Then next we go to the L, which is letting go. We got, we can't do everything. And if we could, we just can't do it all at once. Right. And so how are we going to do that? We have to delegate. What are some things that we can give away? I actually did a post last week and shared some of the things that I delegate. So one of those things are I give my child age appropriate chores. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I look, I make sure I share with my husband, you know, like, thank you for taking care of the family. But we also need you to take care of things inside of the home. And there's things that he's responsible for as well. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I can cook. I don't thoroughly enjoy it. So one of the things that I've delegated is HelloFresh. HelloFresh sends it right to my door. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to go to the grocery store. They send pretty much all of the ingredients that I need. And I don't have to think about what's for dinner. Oh, this is it. We pick one or I have the family pick one. And then that's what I cook. And I pick meals that are ready in 30 minutes or less. Yes. Right. <laughs> that's key. <laughs> right. That is key. For those okay. weeknights. <laughs> yes, it is so key. And then Friday is pizza. That's a delegation. I don't know if people realize that, but you're giving something to somebody else. Right. So yeah. then it doesn't have to be on you. Your responsibility. Yeah. Right. If you enjoy a clean home, which I think we all do, but you may not have the time to do that thorough bleach down all, you know, every month, (laughs) you can delegate that. Bring someone in, right? Or if you need a babysitter, um, you know, having maybe a community uh, team to come in and help or have your children enrolled in after school program, which is what I do. She's enrolled in a science program. Those extra two hours that I get after school, that allows me to either rest, right? or to work on my business. And I truly appreciate that four days a week. Love that. So we talk about ways that, you know, of letting go and delegating that just doesn't seem like it just pops up in your mind. It's not always having, you know, a VA, which is great. I do have one, but it's not always (laughs) that. But showing them different things and really doing assessment of what they can delegate in their life to, because that reduces your anxiety. We get stressed out when it's all of these different things that we have to do. But if we can give some to someone else that can help. I love that. Those are some great examples and some <laughs> practical things too. And like you said, people don't realize those things. I, I think in a recent session, um, I had um, I had a lady who was talking about just cleaning the home and keeping up with the vacuuming and, and all of that. And I'm like, well, you know, there are robots now to do that. <laughs> I robot is a delegated. You yes. delegated to someone else. We have one and the phone can control it. Right. Who wants the vacuum? <laughs> so there's simple things we can, we can, you know, and I know, you know, not everyone has maybe the, the finances to, you know, maybe do some of these things, but there are some simple things you can do and even age appropriate chores. Like, yeah. you know, you clean your room, um, you know, whatever that might look like, you know, you unpack the dishwasher, you know, like little things, you know, that can really save and create time. Yes. You know, and delegation is my favorite word. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I can yes. only do what I do because I'm able to delegate. <laughs> it, it, it is a necessity. And people don't realize when we yeah. don't have that in place, it, it creates the more stress, especially when we talk about balance. And so the next one talks about alignment. So alignment with your core values and what's important to you. So if we're not spending time on those things that are important to us, we're going to feel off. We're going to feel out of balance. And granted, things are not going to always be that way, but being able to at least recognize it and start moving in that direction is going to be really helpful, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other one is no. We talked a little bit about that before, the, you know, the power of no. And then as we move to the C, that is compassion, right? Giving ourselves the tenderness and the care when we're going through tough times. We're all are going to face some tough times and we're going to have some great times too, And I think we tend to like get tough on ourselves and not give ourselves the same um, advice that we would share to a good friend when we're feeling (laughs) stressed or we're going through something. And so I challenge women, right? Especially the women that I work with, just like offer yourself some compassion that, okay, it's all right. You didn't get all your goals done today. Guess what? There's always tomorrow. Yes. Right. Okay. So you feel like a yucky mom because you yield and you're practicing being more of a conscious parent and you didn't want to. Forgive yourself, apologize to your child, and let's start over in the next moment. Mm -hmm. You know, so really operating in that place. And last but not least is embrace positivity. 
Now, I'm not saying good vibes only, but right. we're working towards, you know, changing our mindset towards gratitude and encouraging yourself to find the positive in each day. It can be a really good turnaround, even when you quote unquote, wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. So already having, and I'm, I'm really big on like prevention, right? Yeah. And so just like, what can we do before crap hits the fan? Already have those positive quotes. Already have those affirmations, you know, posted up in your your in your home, in your office, in your car. So when you're feeling that way and you see that, that is that reminder mm-hmm. to let you know there's still a little bit of ounce of hope, and that you can you can get that balance. <laughs> I love affirmations. I, I absolutely love them, and I also love having a good motivation playlist. Yes. <laughs> you know, on those days where I just don't have it. You know, that's, that's my go-to. Awesome. That's my go-to. So I love how you've just shared basically just how you walk through that, you know, with, with your clients, how do they respond to that? Cause I know for some people coming in, this is the first time they're really starting to look inward. Um, what are some responses you get, uh, towards that? Any pushback, any, you know? No <laughs> reactions that are off. <laughs> so no pushback. Some of the things that they say sound very similar to um, what you said, like, wow, these are just really practical tools, right? They're like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't even know that. Like one example I can share is I was talking about writing down, um, oh, if you use, so this is, an, I'm going back to delegation. So when we talk about things being practical, um, we were talking about looking at Yumly for, as an app right? Mm -hmm. For your meals, right? Because they didn't want to go through HelloFresh. I was like, well, you know, Yumly, it'll give you all the ingredients and then they'll send it to your list. And they were literally able to send it to their grocery list that also uploaded to their store. So whether it was Walmart or whatever their local store was, Publix, and then they were able just to go pick up the things on that list and cook that meal later on. So it's a lot of those aha moments. Or when we talk about um, automatic negative thoughts. They're like, oh my goodness, I've been doing this all this time and did not know that that's what I was doing. So yet again, it's bringing this awareness, you know, awareness to them. And now they're like, okay, I can work on this. I can do this. This is doable. So it's really empowering. And then what it does is one of the things I was like, now you have the confidence to keep making these small steps every day. Yes. Yes. So with the automatic negative thoughts, because I, I, I see that a lot. Um, how do you, how do you teach them? You know, how do you work with them to redirect or, uh, you know, just investigate the thoughts, but not sit with the feelings? How do you, how do you work through that? Right. So one of the things, even when I, I give this assignment and you may be able to relate to this as therapists or if there's any other therapists that's going on, and I might be dating myself because I don't know if you guys do this. We had to do process recordings. And so process recording is where, you know, we were seeing clients um, as interns while we were in school and you had to write down the session pretty much verbatim, like what they heard said, about what you said. <laughs> See, I told you, I, I know I'm dating myself because I was like, I don't even think that's required anymore. And we had to talk about their emotion, what our emotion is, you know, why we responded that way. And so when I give this assignment, I think of it kind of like that for them. And so I teach them in session, mm-hmm. you know, the top automatic negative thoughts are the ones that are most common. And then I tell them between now and our next session, I was like, I want you to track at least three times a day. I say morning, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, write down at least three automatic negative thoughts that come up. And then I want you to think about how you felt when you said that, and then identify what automatic negative thought that is for you. And then I want you to come up with your more balanced statement. 
how would you reframe that? If we were in a session, like, how would I help you? Think about what Shayla would say to you. You know, how would she help you reframe that and take me with you throughout the day if that's what Mm -hmm. you need, you know, so you can start doing it. And it's so aha. And then they get to see their things. They get to see and not just what automatic negative thought that keeps coming up for them or cognitive distortion. What they see is when they're getting triggered the most and that happens. And so they start to learn more about themselves. And so then they don't have to write them down as often, you know, throughout our whole treatment, but we continuously go back to that. Clearly I'm CBT based, right? So we clearly (laughs) keep going back to that as I go, you know, so what would that, what would your reframe be for that? How's that, you know, how did that serve you? How did that make you feel? What would you do if you changed that statement? And so one of the things that come up and I really want to share too, is that sometimes it's like, well, I still feel that same feeling. Well, I still felt sad or I still felt disappointed. And I said, okay, let's take it a step further. What was your intensity level before? Was your sadness, you know, a 10? And now that you reframed, Mm -hmm. is it now an eight or a nine? So using the scale. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you see that you are getting better. Now we had a one. No but you're not as high as you used to be. And that's a good thing. And we can keep building on that. I love that. I, I love, you know, just going through the thought processing. And I have a client who um, he does voice notes, you know, like voice recording. So he pretends, I guess he's talking with me uh, during those moments. Um, and I, I just, I love that. I love when clients can find ways to process and, you know, just find ways to regulate themselves even outside of, and that's what we want them to do. Yes. Because when I work with clients, I'm like, we're not going to be seeing each other forever. I mean, it would be nice to check in, but we want to work towards you becoming more independent in those ways and, and to show up more for yourself. Um, you know, giving you the tools to show up more for yourself when you're going through those moments. Exactly. Yes. I always say, put me out of business, right? <laughs> I go, I want to be able to give you the tools that you say, Shayla, no, I'm good. I got this. I have all of the emails that you sent me on, you know, the topics that we discussed. I feel like I have a handle on this and that's what we want. You know, now if they need to come back, that's fine. Please, by all means, come for your booster session. Right. But that I've (laughs) given you enough tools over our time together that you're able to go out and manage, you know, the things that you came in with, those symptoms that you came in with, that you're no longer feel like you're drowning, but you have the tools to swim to shore. Yeah. For sure. Does a uh, phase of life um, season, does that affect um, your approach? Um, not really. I don't think that one does at all. Because um, I mean, I get, you know, women from all walks of life and some different age ranges. But I think the balance still goes across the board. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. everyone is coming in you know, they, you know, they want to feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm spending, you know, I'm building my career. I'm spending time with my children. I'm ma- managing my mental, you know, well-being. you know, I'm uh, doing as best as I can as a parent, as a partner, as a friend. And so I think no matter what they're coming in with, those are still some of their core yeah. stuff. If that makes it. any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. And I was just asking, cause I know within the last two years, we're seeing a lot of grief, you know, um, so I think that 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 works that goes hand in hand with with that too. Yeah, because even for the grief, like one of the things I'm thinking uh, when clients are losing people. So gr- granted, the shift, you know, the focus may shift, but it's like okay, so now that you're grieving, 
How can we use this as an example for your children whom one day may grieve a loss? Or how do you decide that you're going to create some space for yourself at work since you are experiencing this? You can't keep going like you've been going. So what can we do? So we still are touching on those same domains. Mm -hmm. It's just we're acknowledging it now that they're during a grief and loss period. Yes. Love this. Thank you so much. Any trends you're noticing right now showing up in your work? Um, I know, of course, we're still in a pandemic-ish and it's also the holidays. (laughs) What are some things you're seeing a lot of right now? Well, one, you did touch on, you know, some of the grief and loss. Um, One, I am really seeing more of um, more people reaching out for therapy, which is a plus, right? Mm -hmm. So the pandemic, when we talk about finding that positivity, yeah, you know, it does, it really does suck that we're in this era. However, isn't because people were pretty much, I guess, kind of just skating through life perhaps. And then mm-hmm. this whole big old shakeup is like, oh, wait a minute, there is some things I need to work on. So I'm happy that people are coming in and taking care of their mental health, right? So um, there's also been, um, of course, increase in anxiety. And I think that's just related to the uncertainty, right? If you're used to just kind of like making moves and you know what's going to happen next, or at least assume what's going to happen next. Yeah. With this <laughs> pandemic, we don't know. You know, one trip to Target can really change your life if you, you know, get in contact with someone who may have the, you know, have the virus or whatnot. So it's just all of this uncertainty or jobs, everything. So we're, I'm dealing, I see a lot of that coming in. Um, Also, just the increase in the worries, right? When we talk about those domains, just like worrying about themselves, like, am I going to be okay? Worrying about finances, will we continue to have the same amount of money that's coming in? those losses, worried about them, their self getting sick, their children, their partners, family members, any of those things that are coming up. So I do see that. Um, and then the one that pops up often, I think is just restructuring what work-life balance looks like, right? Because a lot of us were going out to work in the community. Um, but with the pandemic, a lot of jobs have switched back to, you know, sw- not switched back, but excuse me, switched to working from home. And so the kids were home. So we had to figure out, okay, well, how do you get your alone time if the kids are home all day (laughs) (laughs) or you and your partner both being at home? So we had to restructure what work-life balance looks like for them. Um, And of course, self-care. We hear a lot on TV or just on social media, self-care is many petties, you know, um, (laughs) going to get a massage. But, you know, those are great and all. But what about the self-care of like, if you need a nap, just take one. Or if you need to go to bed at 9 p.m. opposed to staying up until, you know, the midnight hour trying to get work done. So, you know, you know, figuring out what their self-care looks like that works for them at this time in their life. Yeah. 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 And that's something I, too, I'm always reevaluating. And and these past few weeks, it has been, you know, making time to go to the gym. You know, and even in that, there's connection because I get to work with someone who I can talk to and, you know, is guiding me and everything. Um, Also, just going for walks, taking the kids out, enjoying the weather, (laughs) you know, you know, and then reading. You know, that's something else that I I love doing. I do one book a month, which I know I can do better, but that's my self-care. Yeah. And that is mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and one new one, when you said read a book, I had picked up because I know we talked about the book last time we discussed, but I have learned that I can listen to audiobooks on YouTube. So that's also mm. a new plus. So if you're driving, if you have a long commute somewhere, or you're traveling for the holidays, 
or if you're at home and you're cleaning up, right? Go ahead and just put on YouTube and find a book that you've been thinking about. Most of the time, there's an audio book on there. So that's no a great idea. resource. Mm-hmm. I do use Audible. Um, I, I get the monthly credit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know YouTube was a resource for that. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of books, you have your journal. Tell us about it. Because I, I, I got the journal, uh, I think it was the spring. Mm-hmm. And I have absolutely loved it going through it. Some of those questions were very difficult. I mean, not questions, but prompts. Um, But share with us, just share with us, you know, how that has changed some of the women you work with. And even for you, what was that like creating it? (laughs) Oh my goodness. So one, giving birth to Jesus um, was, you know, sometimes you have, you're like sitting on a gift and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And so the way it started was um, on my Instagram page on control shift balance. I was writing hastes letters pretty much every Friday. And, mm-hmm. you know, people were responding like, oh, this is great. Like, I felt like this letter was just for me and all this stuff. And so pretty much that's how it was birthed. And so I created a workbook out of it and made a more journal so people can respond. And so it was also when I wrote those letters, it was a combination of people that I was working with at the time, even a little bit, look, a little bit of myself sprinkled in there as well in conversations that I were having, you know, with my girlfriends that are professionals. And so that's how it was created. And it's been life-changing. You know, I've shared it with, you know, other women and, you know, they purchase it and they, you know, like you said, have positive response about it. But my mission with it was one for them to be able to schedule time for self-reflection. That was number one, because yet again, we talked about, you know, we're not acknowledging those feelings, but if we have this set time, and I was hoping that if someone does this just for 40 days, that it will become a habit. Right. And then it also made me think about, you know, um, I'm not going to get too religious and all that other good stuff, but just in the Bible, when they went away and they was in a wilderness for 40 days and just change happens out of that. So I'm like, if we can just do 40 days of just like getting in touch with your feelings and writing that there's going to be some change. Um, And so of course the self-reflection to motivate yourself and to achieve some goals, because it talks about that in there. You see balance is woven in and throughout pretty much almost every prompt. So, you know, just setting those goals. Um, and that, you know, activate your ability to gain control mm-hmm. of, those, of those emotions, right? We're not pushing those away. If you're writing them down, if you're writing down what's coming to mind, now you're like, oh, wow, I didn't even think I was experiencing that. Or I didn't realize I was getting tearful as I was writing these things mm-hmm. down. And this also creates better mental health habits, you know? So, so everyone's not going to have access to therapy, right? Yeah. You know, unfortunately. So if they don't, there's so there are books, you know, there's, you know, Instagram, even though that is not therapy, but sometimes right. that is for people, right? Let's mm-hmm. just acknowledge it. Everyone's not going to come. And so if I can create this journal to mm-hmm. get in the hands of women who are ready to, you know, tap into their journey just a little bit or put their toe in the pool, this will be yes. it. Yeah. Yes. And that's what it was for me. I was entering a new season and there were just some things I had to reflect on uh, to understand my especially connecting with my own values, my intents, and that has really helped. And as you're talking about it, I'm like, I need to gift this to some people. So (laughs) (laughs) you said you're shipping right now. So I might, I might be putting in an order today. (laughs) Yes. Cause I can see get it in so I can get to you by the holidays. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm already thinking of some people that could maybe benefit from 
from just doing this for 40 days. And especially during this time, that's when people are starting to look at new year resolutions and, you know, new year, new me <laughs> sort of thing. So that could be a great time to really, do you see like your sales increase during this time? <laughs> yes, I have. And I then wonder. one of the yeah. um, bonuses about during this time of year too, um, that if people are purchasing the book this time of year, there's a five-day workshop that they get with it as well when oh, they check out. Okay. And so the five-day workshop, what it did was I took the five top prompts that mm-hmm. people responded to me about was like, oh, this is my favorite one, or this is the one that made me think. And so I pretty much just created a five-day workshop um, and that it has activities that go with it. And it's free for 2021. Now, I don't know what 2022 looks like, yeah. but it is free with the book. And we've been getting awesome feedback um, regarding that, just like we did for the journal as well. Okay. So, Well, I will definitely be ordering. But Sheriffus, <laughs> what is your favorite prompt in there? My favorite prompt. Let's see. I'm trying to find mine. Where is my journal? I know. (laughs) It's somewhere in here. (laughs) Okay. Look, you're ready. You know, I have to put my good reader voice on. So it's actually on page 17 and it's, uh, hey, sis, maintain balance. The way you achieve quality rest time is through a balanced schedule. You have clarity of the mind to discern which responsibility you should take on and which one can wait. You have every tool inside of you to create a life of balance that you crave, desire, and want. You're tired of being irritated, on edge, and having feelings of losing it, and you don't have to figure it out alone. Just take a look and see what your stressors are costing you, your balance, and your well-being. And so I really like that one, and I visit that one often, and I had to make some decisions today. (laughs) <laughs> you know, about like, you know what? I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. I'm feeling out of balance. My boat is a little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. seas, you know, the, the the water is just a little too choppy. And what can I do? Sometimes we have to take some stuff off the boat for it to level. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so, and I it's a constant visual. thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I know you saw it, right? <laughs> and so we have to constantly check in on ourselves. It's not something you create once when we talk about creating this balance for you and it's just going to go across the board. No, we're constantly checking in. What what do I need to do? What do I need to leave on the table? What can I work on? Do I need to set aside time just for myself today? And so we're constantly checking in with ourselves, and it can be part of your morning meditation, whatever it may be. But this is the the prompt that I'm always drawn to, and it brings me back to, you know, am I aligning with my values too? Even though it talks about balance, but am I aligning with my values, which is all part of that? Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, that. No and, and yeah, I did have that moment too this morning. Um, had a rough night because my my toddler did a nap on time yesterday. So that threw off his sleep schedule. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so I was up with him at 2.30 and having, you know, I'm one of those people, if my sleep is disturbed, even if it's as simple as waking up to pee, I am thrown off. So after dropping my oldest to school this morning, I came back and I took a nap, which is really rare for me. Um, But I knew I had to reset. Like I had to get some sleep before I started my day. So that was me checking in with what I really needed this morning. Exactly. And that was a nap. Yeah. Yeah. And good for you. (laughs) Oh, I bet it felt good too. Yes. I missed some calls, but I'm like, I'll get back to it later. I, I just really need to sleep. Yeah. 
So I wanted to also explore what does sex, you know, how does sex typically show up in your work and what is your approach to that? Because I know I find it hard to talk about sexual health without um, exploring and investigating anxiety and stresses and all of those things that inhibit, um, you know, desire, arousal and all of that. So I, I wonder how does some of that show up for the women you work with? Yeah. So the way it shows up, kind of like what we were speaking about before, there are automatic negative thoughts with that. It's usually some of those maybe insecurities that are coming up, you know, their fear. And so one of the ones I'm thinking that's just popping up into my mind is that all or nothing, right? Well, you know, whenever I'm intimate, you know, intimate with my partner, um, it must be mind blowing for it to be worthwhile. <laughs> so then they're like, set themselves up. Yeah, you're laughing because you probably heard like, it's like probably you're setting been there. yourself I'm- up. <laughs> And you set yourself up for failure because in reality, it might not always be mind blowing, you yeah. know, um, and, but it's that all or nothing thinking. And so it's almost like, well, it doesn't count if it wasn't awesome or, you know, all of those things. So it kind of what's showing up is the automatic negative thoughts. And so we do work in that area. And so it's like, OK, write those down. And then how can we reframe that, mm-hmm. you know? Or overgeneralization. I hear this one a lot, especially if there's, you know, some communication issues with their partner. Well, he never initiates sex, right? Or is that all that they want from me? You know, those things are feeling that way. And so we tackle some of that too, of just like, well, why do you feel that, you know, you're the one that's always initiating that or vice versa? Or how does that make you feel? So tapping into the feelings. And so definitely we do a lot of work in terms of, okay, recognizing our thoughts and feelings around it. And how can we reframe that? So then, you know, you guys can grow closer together. This can feel like something that, you know, you enjoy and you're not allowing your anxiety keep you from prevent, you know, prevent you from enjoying this experience and this bonding experience with your partner. Yeah. I love that you started off with the all or nothing because I think a lot of us have found ourselves there. Like, you know, the dishes were not washed, so therefore I'm I'm just not in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't you didn't set the mood, you didn't light the candles, so therefore I'm just not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. And that's a very much all or nothing thing. Like, well, nope, it's it's off. All bets are off tonight. So yeah, I love that. I love that you, and I hope someone can relate to this, you know, because that's real. Yeah. That is real, those automatic thoughts. And you could have, and from that attitude, right, just from that thought, you can prevent yourself from really having an enjoyable time with your partner that evening. And then now you're mad because you probably was really looking forward to that connection. And so now your partner doesn't get an opportunity to connect with you. And then you don't get that connection either. So now everybody's sitting there pouting. <laughs> until, Missed opportunity, yeah, right. You know, or even just uh, even if it doesn't go, you know, all the way to it being an intimacy, but just having that conversation about it, like, hey, I was really looking forward to this evening. However, when I went to the kitchen and I saw that, you know, I cooked earlier, you said you were going to knock out the dishes, and I saw that they were still there. I, I kind of got upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I took my time, you know, whatever it is. And so using that as an opportunity to talk about your feelings mm-hmm. opposed to sitting there pouting, right? And having that missed opportunity, whatever it is. And I say missed opportunity in terms of missed opportunity to have a conversation about exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And communication, that's a place where I enjoy working with clients. I love doing those little 
role plays, you know, yeah. like how would you, you know, how would you say this if I were, you know, and, and doing those old tweaks and corrections? Because a lot of us didn't have models for that. And, mm-hmm. and I see, I see that a lot, you know, the way we say things, our tone of voice, you know, the sarcasm, passive aggressiveness, <laughs> all of those things is showing up. And I think if everyone just had just some work, like if, if you don't want to come to therapy for anything else, communication, just, just a few sessions on that. <laughs> a few. I mean, look, that can be a group, Janice. I don't know. Communication one-on-one, four weeks. Right. <laughs> I love groups. Don't 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 dare me. <laughs> it's already out there. You got to do yeah. it. <laughs> but but yeah, I think sometimes that's all you know, and it's not all about a, a place to start. You know. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, thank you so much. Any any final words for our listeners? I know um, you know we have we have therapists listening to you. So anything we want to share with our therapist who might be really struggling in this season. This is, like I said, this is peak season for us. And, you know, if we don't have that balance, you know, we can really hit that burnout um, at the end of the year. And that doesn't really put us in a good place to start off, you know, January. So anything you want to say to that? Yeah. One of the things I want to say is um, this fourth quarter sets you up for the first quarter, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're burned out right now, let's continue to make those efforts to reduce that. So by you know, quarter one, 2022, you can go off with, you know, a good strong start and refresh. And so one of the things that I share, not just with my clients, but also in the Thera, um, the Thera Friends community is we talk about, you know, I call it the strength, the strength chart, right? Mm-hmm. And so one, making sure that you're getting enough sleep. If you need a nap, take that nap. You know, we might joke when we see um, therapists say they might take a nap and then wake up like a minute before it's time for them to see session. And, and I, I can't. There. That. <laughs> I mean, hey, you have to do what you have to do. Get it in where you can. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you are knowing what your optimum numbers of sleep are, you know, what it is and, and get that. The other one is your time management. Sometimes we have to scale back. Some of us are seeing 40 clients oh, a my week. Goodness. And I know I that's what, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So really seeing what it is like, Okay, can I see these? Can I see this many clients today? Really think about because I want to give my clients the best of me. You can't get the best of me Mm -hmm. if I'm seeing seven clients a day. That's not it, because the seventh one is going to miss out. If I ever say you my seventh for the day, just say no. Thank you, Shayla. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So your time management. And then, I mean, I joke, I talk about it as it relates to clients, but also just for yourself. Get up like 30 minutes extra just to have more time for you. Mm-hmm. Whether you have kids in their home or not, then go to bed 30 minutes earlier just to get some more sleep time for yourself. So creating a time, you know, schedule that works for you. The other one is relaxation. Set aside time for relaxation. If you have an admin day, that's great. Have a relaxation day too. You know, that may be a Friday. It may be Wednesday in the middle of the week, but scheduling time for relaxation, meditation, mindfulness, whatever it is, going to the nail salon, taking a nap. Um, exercise, whatever that may be. For me, my exercise is yoga. Some mm-hmm. other people like to walk, work out. Those things are really, you know, important. Keeps our endorphins up. Um, exercising, our heart rate, because we have to be in tip-top shape if we're going to yeah. continue to serve. We can't keep exactly. giving ourselves the scraps and think we're going to give everybody else a good meal, right? right. Which kind of jumps into like nutrition as well. <laughs> 
And that can be simple as I'm going to have water on my desk. I know I drink coffee. I know I have my tea, but I'm also going to make sure that I have a bottle of water here that I'm drinking throughout the day. So making sure that your nutrition is good, checking in with your health um, and writing down your own thoughts. A lot of times we can be help as therapists. We're helping our clients, but are we going to therapy? right? Hmm. Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we journaling? Are we writing down our feelings? I know we share these interventions, but making sure that we're still doing that as well. And then our hobby, what do you do for fun? Mm -hmm. Being a therapist can't be your hobby, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So what are you doing outside of that? And then of course your social time, which is, you know, why I said this is what I share with my therapists because we focus on social wellness and social self-care because it can be hard to get caught up in our day. So you can use that strength chart, which talks about the sleep, time management, relaxation, exercise, nutrition, gratitude, um, your thought log, your time, your hobby time and your strengths. So that's what I share with my therapists who are, you know, bringing in this final stretch of 2021. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And I know, you know, our other listeners can relate to some of this because this is, this is all across the board. (laughs) Yes. But for sure, I just know some of our therapist friends who are listening, um, you know, this is usually the time where, yeah, we, we go hard. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Any book recommendations? Or you could also share about, you know, your journal and how they can get that as well. Yes. So, um, I mean, just because the season that we're in, I'm going to go ahead and suggest Hasis as the book recommendation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they are able to get that if they um, go to controlshiftbalance.com slash hey sis that will take them directly um to the link that they'll be able to purchase this um and then they'll also be able to access their uh five-day workshop that's free right along with it so yep 40 days for encouragement and self-reflection thank you thank you so much janice for having me of course also we didn't talk about your practice so if they wanted the same i guess the same website but um did you want to maybe share if you have any openings right now in any of your, um, the different states you're seeing. Okay. Um, yeah. So like you said, it's the same, um, site. So that's control and that's C T R L shiftbalance.com. And so right now they can come on to set up for a consultation for the new year. So I'm not accepting any clients during this time because pretty much, you know, everything kind of shuts down by the, the end of yeah. the month, but for be able to have that set up for January. Um, and then there's also a resource page. So if they do come on and they're looking for therapy immediately, I can connect them with some resources that will be able to give them therapy immediately. So they um, do not have to wait. But however, if they are in Florida, South Carolina, or North Carolina, I do have some spots that are opening up for January. So if they're ready to start their mental wellness journey towards reducing, you know, um, anxiety, getting their worry management under control and, you know, experiencing life balance, I would love to work with them. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure having you. And I really appreciate you sharing those gems, those acronyms, especially around balance and strength. Um, I will definitely add that to the notes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shayla. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on socials, and leave us a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can check out our new website at www.hersexualspace.com or you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Her Sexual Space and Her Sexual Space Podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time. Bye. This episode has been sponsored by Simple Practice, the leading practice management platform for private practitioners everywhere. More than 100,000 professionals use Simple Practice to power telehealth sessions, schedule appointments, file insurance claims, market their practice, and so much more, all on one HIPAA-compliant platform. Get your first $100 towards your first month of Simple Practice when you sign up for an account today. This exclusive offer is valid for new customers only. Go to www.simplepractice.com slash hersexualspace to learn more.